Today in business from Wired. If you like speed running the newest release or binging every episode the second it drops, then why are you waiting for all your news? Check out IGN's updated games and entertainment news podcast. We're dropping new episodes in your feed all day to keep you up to date the minute there's a new announcement. Find IGN Games and Entertainment News wherever you listen. The Science of Scaling, hosted by Mark Roberge, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Each week, Mark Roberge, founding CRO at HubSpot CRO, senior lecturer at Harvard Business School and co-founder of Stage 2 Capital, sits down with the most successful sales leaders in tech to learn the secrets, strategies, and tactics to scaling your company's growth. I like the episode with the founder of Aircall on how to go from handling your own sales to scaling a sales team. It has great advice for entrepreneurs. Listen to The Science of Scaling wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Business from Wired. Why just Zoom when you can bend reality? Plus, the rise of desktop publishing, the legal fate of the Trumps, and a mix-up for the ages by Stephen Levy. Apple unveiled some speedy new Macs this week, but many of us were distracted by current events. Note to Tim Cook and other leaders, you won't be selling many computers during a general strike or civil war. Speak out. The Plain View A lot of people have asked Phil Libin why the name for his new product is so ridiculous. So much so that he's made up a list of five fake facts to explain why he burdened his innovative virtual conferencing enhancement with a name like mm-hmm. First fake fact. He likes palindromes. Second, it saves money on vowels. The real reason, he admits, is that it's part of a design philosophy based on drawing attention. So maybe it's a great name, maybe it's a terrible name, says Libin, whose previous startup, Evernote, had a more conventional moniker. Actually, it's probably a little bit of both, but it's definitely not a boring name. Name aside, it's not a boring product. Mm-hmm, even my spell checker hates the name, is a wonderful enhancement to the dull video meeting products that we've been chained to since the working-from-home era began in March. Eight months ago, what percentage of every school, club, or company had to do important stuff over video, he says? Less than 1%. But now, and in the future, close to 100% of every organization is going to have to do something on a regular basis over video. Libin's solution is to transform the computer camera into a virtual television studio. It runs on top of Zoom, Google Meetings, and other video conferencing apps. Instead of giving presentations by turning your screen over to your PowerPoint deck, mm-hmm, puts you at a virtual anchor's desk with the slides over your shoulder, like Saturday Night Live or Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Or you can put your slides in the background with your video image in the foreground, like a weather person in front of a green screen. When we watch television, we see actors and athletes and musicians use pro tools to great effect. We can give those same superpowers to everyone else who doesn't have a production team and an editing studio, says Libin. This came at a timely moment for me as I had committed to doing a series of talks organized by the JBC, Jewish Book Council Network, which sends authors to community centers across the country. Or used to. In the COVID era, the talks are virtual. Seeking to avoid the ordeal of lecturing to my screen for 30 minutes, I tried a beta version of Libin's What Do You Call It? and had fun with colorful backgrounds, over-the-shoulder slides that aspired to daily show wit, and a green screen trick that let me continue my talk in the fourth square of the recent Brady Bunch-style congressional testimony feed of Zuckerberg, Pichai, and Bezos. 
I knew I'd won when the rabbi hosting the event asked where he could get a copy of that software. Starting this week, anyone can get it, and it's out of beta and costs $10 a month or $100 a year, or you can use a limited free version. Students and educators get the full version, no charge. Libin's vision goes beyond video meetings. Long a believer in augmented reality, he sees the altered state that we present ourselves in with mm-hmm as a way to alter our persona. The first step is something he calls big hands. The software recognizes when you move your real digits to signal, say, thumbs up for approval or peace sign, and displays a cartoonish giant hand like the foam, we're number one, extremities worn by college football fans. But you can envision other, maybe edgier ways for mm-hmm to alter reality, like using filters to make people look younger or more hirsute when they present. Libin thinks we'll get hooked on this. Once we all emerge from our basements blinking into the sun, we're not going to want to give up the augmented experiences because they're better, he says. In other words, what at first glance appears to be a cool COVID hack is really a harbinger of a new era, where the crazy reality we see in digitally enhanced movies is about to affect our everyday perceptions. Libin is keeping a close watch on the next major class of computer hardware, augmented reality eyeglasses that will pluck tricky stuff like mm-hmm off the desktop and into the world at large. When these devices find their way in front of our faces, you'll be among the pioneers with a software product to run on them. I hope he gives that product a better name. Time Travel Whether it's print or video production, the story of digital technology is largely providing pro capabilities to the masses. In my history of the Macintosh, insanely great, I wrote about how the Mac gave rise to what was called desktop publishing, which is now just called publishing. Paul Brainerd had once been a newspaper editor, but more recently had been an executive for Atex, the company that made terminals for newspapers and magazines that had gone computer. He prided himself on being familiar with both editorial and technological aspects of publishing. He saw the field itself as a crossroads. The wave of the future seemed to be high-end machines designed to produce and lay out display ads for newspapers. You would install eight of these at around fifty dollars or $60,000 per workstation. Brainerd later recalled, They were designed for expert use only. There was a minimum 30-day training course. They were not very intuitive. Brainerd knew enough about technology to realize something the bigger companies did not, that all the benefits offered by those expensive workstations soon could be provided by low-cost personal computers. Brainerd began thinking about how a software application could duplicate the work of those deluxe machines and more. The concept required getting a number of things right, he said. Lowering the cost, yes, but also lowering the barriers that made them hard to use. Ask me one thing. Regina asks, can Trump preemptively pardon his family prior to leaving office, although they have not yet been convicted of a crime? Regina, I am flattered. You certainly are aware that I am neither a lawyer nor a historian. But I do offer readers an opportunity to ask me anything, and you have seized the moment to slip this in trusting that I will verve out of my professional lane and answer this question. And I will. Yes, Regina, Trump can issue pardons for crimes not yet cited but already committed. That includes his family. However, he can't issue get-out-of-jail-free cards for new criminal acts that might occur after his presidency ends, which better happen on January 20, 2021. Also, he can't pardon people for infractions under the law of individual states something that the New York State Attorney General is well aware of. 
You can submit questions to mail at wired.com. Write Ask a Levy in the subject line. End Times Chronicle. The four seasons will never be the same. That's my Philly. Last but not least. Mm-hmm. Isn't the only app taking advantage of COVID? How about a parole agent in your pocket? The ultimate in Prepper Cool is going off the electrical grid. This writer tried it. Feeling optimistic about recent vaccine news? Time to worry about who should get it first. The answer will surprise you and maybe infuriate you. Wear a mask, wash your hands, and buy a humidifier. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com slash business. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.